Welcome, everybody, to your favorite Wednesday night podcast, the PCPS, the Paranatural Cryptid Preservation Society. I'm your host, Sooth, and tonight I am joined by my wonderful co-host, Tina. I almost choked on a piece of rice. <laughs> don't do it, girl. Don't die. Hi. <laughs> I don't know why every time we do a podcast or do an episode, I'm eating, but you know what? Ignore it. Eat with me. Eat with me. Grab your food. Grab your snacks. Come on, let's eat together. Right? We <laughs> could call it a, a podcast mukbang. There you go. There you go. you go. Join us as we eat our snacks and eat our dinner together. <laughs> I'm eating um, Swedish meatballs over some brown rice. So, Ooh, that actually know. sounds really good. Right? We had taco salad tonight. Ooh, that sounds amazing. Right? Yeah, it's really um, my brother has been in love with taco salad and he's like, next time we go to the store, can I please make y'all some? He's like, okay, fine. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's so easy. You can make so much at one time. So he's going to have a blast when I tell him that, Hey, you know, soup likes taco salads too. (laughs) (laughs) I absolutely do. I love them. It's a good way to get some good veggies in. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. The hubs made it today. So yes. Yes, he also made, um, like, we got this flat top grill that mm-hmm. you can, like, set over your stove, or you can use it on the counter, and he made street tacos out of the taco salad that we had. And I'm on my way. I'm on my way. Girl, I'm telling you. I'm I've telling never had you. a street taco before. Girl, everything this man touches <laughs> when it comes to cooking is just prepared to gain weight, <laughs> okay? All right. Because that's what's going to happen. You're going to get, there's no cutting corners. You're going to get all the good stuff all at once. That's fine with me. It's fine oh, yeah. with me. It's, it's really good. I, he's, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> he's in chat right now saying there's sorry no that I'm going to get you. No apologies. I listen. No, no. It just means I'm fat and happy and I'm okay with that. I am okay with that. It's not like I'm trying to get into the dainty scene or anything or impress anybody. Baby, I mean, if you got some chunking, you go ahead, eat your food. Enjoy your food. Forget right? what people say. That's all I'm saying. Enjoy your food. You like Reese's Pieces? Get some Reese's Pieces. Eat them damn things. Put it on ice cream and mm-hmm. or, or make yourself a nice shake or something. You, you know? like Monty sticks? I love me some Monty sticks. Go ahead, get you some Monty sticks. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Just enjoy your life. It is good. <laughs> he said it's good for the squeezing. Listen. <laughs> I'm telling you, plus size babes out here doing the deal. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> and if you can't find somebody right now, that means it's not ready. It's not time for you to find somebody yet. You're gonna end up finding right? somebody that's gonna be like, I would love all the squeezings. Exactly. Okay. You're gonna find exactly. somebody. That's Don't right. Don't worry about it. It's true. It's true. Eat your fries and be happy. True. For real. Making cheese fries. fries. (laughs) Girl, look here. My youngest kid loves to cook. He absolutely loves to cook. So when he comes downstairs and he's like, hey, I want to make something. I kitchen is open. Do what you want. And he made queso home fries with onions. And he put Cajun seasoning on them. Mm-hmm. And girl, yeah, I'm on my Ooh. way. Yeah, I'm on my way. I'm telling you, I I got a house full of good. I'm raising them right. Is all I'm saying. <laughs> Me I, and the hubs are raising them right. If you, they're gonna they're gonna I make come, good when husbands visit, someday. When, when I come to visit, can we just all cook? I'll make my stuffed chicken breast wrapped in bacon. I'll do Ooh, that. hell yeah. yeah, 
We can take turns. I, stuff, I make stuff, um, chicken breast wrapped in bacon. I stuff it with whatever you want. <laughs> I usually yeah. put like mozzarella cheese, some bacon bits, like, and, or like mom might spinach or like. Yeah, I was just know, about to say that. Or maybe some um, chopped up broccoli, like whatever you want it filled in there is going to have cheese Ooh. and bacon bits in there along with it. We I even did like, um, you know, those dried onion rings that be in a container at the store. Yeah, the like the little onion flake thingies. It's like for I French crushed, onion. I crushed them up, put them with some cream cheese, Ooh. with some spinach and some bacon bits, and I stuffed the hell out them stuffed chicken, um, them chicken breasts. You're I made sure language. I sold them up, you know, threaded them up and stuff, and then I cooked yeah. it. Wrap that good. bad boy in some bacon, put some cheese on top. Yeah, yeah, we're all cooking. Yep, we're all cooking. Yep. Well, that's that's what the hub says. He says uh, we eat good here, Tina. Mm-hmm. So you need to come home. I'm on my way. <laughs> now, yeah, now it's a cooking podcast. <laughs> we, look here. It's true. We do actually have a cryptid for you guys tonight, okay? We just, you know, we got sidetracked because our That's inner fat true. kid came out. Uh-huh. You know? <laughs> so. And sometimes you just got to talk. I really, Sue, I got an idea. I what? really would love to have an episode where we just, because you know that, epi- you know, we're going to, we plan on doing an episode where we talk about that village at one point. Yeah. So I would love to have an episode where we talk about foods in different areas as well. That would be cool. We can do that as a little side thing. Yeah. You know, I mean, we are looking at Apple Podcasts um, right now, so we may have that as an exclusive on Apple Podcasts. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what Ooh, happens. Curse foods. Hold on. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. We can uh, We can do that for sure. Big we brain. can, t- we can talk <laughs> about that. <laughs> The cursed apples. Um, Okay, so to the topic at hand, (laughs) um, we have decided to do this podcast on the pie wacket. Okay, I'm not sure if you guys have heard of it, um, but it is based off of our idea pretty much for this podcast was based off of a movie that was released in 2017 called Pie Wacket. And it's a Canadian horror thriller film. I didn't know that. Yeah. And it's written and directed by Adam McDonald. Mm-hmm. And it stars Lori Holden and Nicole Munez. I'm hope I'm saying her name correctly. Um, it was uh, screened in the Contemporary World Cinema section at the 2017 Toronto International Film Festival. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is sufficiently creepy. It is sufficiently uh-huh. creepy. I think that it it is spooky. I'm thinking that I mean the the underlying story is really really good. Okay. Yeah. Um there's going to be spoilers on this podcast if you haven't seen it. If you don't care, cool stay. If you do, go on and watch the movie first then come back to this podcast. I'll give you a minute. I'll give you a second so that she can go on. Right, because the next thing after this little few seconds, uh, the next thing I'm going to say, yeah, yeah, you, yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. Are you gone? You sure? Mm -hmm. All right. We're just saying. Don't say we ain't warning. I better not get no messages saying, you didn't put a warning. I'm just saying. I better not. (laughs) If you end up even thinking about messaging me or Sue saying, hey, you didn't give us a warning before the spoils. I hope both both sides of your pillow is hot. Scorching hot. And you're getting the night sweats. No, I mean like hot curling iron hot. Curling iron hit the back of your ear hot. (laughs) Okay, so what were you going to say? Okay, you remember that scene in the movie where like we saw the pie wacket sitting in the corner? 
like mm. just chilling. Like we don't even know what he was mm. sitting on. They're yeah. just sitting there. And then yeah. like just so easily just start crawling over. I can't. And she was yeah. asleep the whole time too. The whole time. She? She was. She was asleep the whole time. You and let me tell you. She didn't notice that he picked her up and like, let's go to the woods. Huh? Oh, here we go. We're going to take a field trip. Like, what really? Somebody's in my room. You know what? That doesn't even creep me out. What creeps me out is the, not uh, the fact that she was asleep, but the fact that she was asleep in a dead silent room. Yeah. No fans. Yeah, no, I can't. Who can, who does that? That's I a can't. psycho. Psycho sleep with no fans. You heard what I, I said, what I said. And this is coming from someone who could easily <laughs> fall asleep listening to like crime documentaries. Yeah. You know, you're, you're a psycho if you sleep with de- absolutely dead silence. Uh-uh. I agree. I agree 100%. Psycho. Mm-mm. How do you do that? And then fall asleep so easy too, because that's mm-hmm. another thing she did. She laid down and she was bloop, gone, passed out. My husband can do that. I'm very envious. I can do but, that too. Um, I cannot. I cannot. I, it takes me give hours. Me a second. Give me a second to find like a good spot for my head. I'm out. I'm done. It takes me hours to do that. No, I, ma'am. I cannot. Okay, so here right is. Now, as I'm wide awake, I can lay my head on this pillow. Be out. Lucky. Stop talking to me. I don't want to hear it. Stop talking to me right now. That's enough. I've had enough. <laughs> okay, so here's the plot of the Pie Wacket film. Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, Leah or Leia, however you'd like to pronounce it. She's a teenager. She's fascinated with black magic and occult practices. And uh, after her father passes away, her grieving mother decides to move to a house out in the middle of bum F nowhere. Okay? Out in the middle of nowhere in the woods. And that caused a lot of, like, distance between her and her mom because she did not tell her until, like, yeah. literally 30 days before they moved. There was there was no communication mm-hmm. at all y'all, about it. Okay. Y'all, I'm not I'm not gonna be act like I'm a parent specialist because at the end of the day I'm not a parent. The only time I was a parent was to my little five pound baby, little five pound a doggy. But communicate <laughs> with your kids, okay? They have opinions too. Communicate exactly. Please, please communicate. Is wonderful. It's beautiful. In, involve the children in picking out their new house because they're going to live there too. Want, like certain things, like oh, I might want a little size bigger in a room, you know. Mm-hmm. Or maybe they don't want to live out in the middle of the woods on the side of a creepy freaking they mountain. Easily found a house that was still near her school, just yeah. not near the house where her um, her father passed away. They exactly. So, okay, so they end up having a really bad argument, and Leia decides she wishes death upon her mom, and she's going to perform an occult ritual in the middle of the forest from one of the books. You want to tell them um, why you shouldn't do that? Okay, here's why you should not do that, okay? And this is, in situations like these, I know you guys are going to laugh at me, but in situations like these, I feel that some people should not have access to the internet. Okay, and this is why. (laughs) Um, One, if you're going to do any kind of summoning and of anything, anything, any supernatural being, it doesn't have to be a demon, any supernatural being, one, it comes with the cost. And two, after they do your bidding, they are coming for you. They are with you, period. You can't just like call them up and be like, hey, bitch, I need you to come over to the house and kill my mama. Thank you so much. Here's some milk. Bye. You can't do that. That's not how that works. Okay, they are with you. They are coming for you. They're going to get their pound of flesh from you. Doesn't matter if they're good, bad, indifferent, gray, chaotic, black, white. And I'm talking about in magic, black, white magic, you know, gray magic, all that stuff. Everything comes with a price. Don't perform any ritualistic occult 
anything with one without doing your research on protection magic. Everybody, everybody who participates in a religion or non-religion that deals with ritualistic magic will tell you the first thing you need to do is protect yourself. So salt circles, runes if you work with them, D, all of the above. You have to protect yourself. You also have to protect where you're performing this ritual at. Be clear and concise on what it is that you want and what it is that you are willing to do. Negotiate. Do not offer your name. Okay? Don't give your name. doesn't matter who it is. It's not just Faye that can own you because of your your name, knowing your name. And last but not least, blood magic, because this is what she uses in this ritual. She offers up her own blood that she mixes with milk. And this is a a sign of uh, tying herself to the ritual. It also brings power to the ritual and it ties her to the pie wacket. Okay, so that's the offering that she's giving. You don't want to do blood magic if you are not willing to be tied to said ritual forever. Okay, so be very, very careful in performing black magic. Be very, very careful in performing blood magic, even and sex magic. Okay, sorry for literal ears. Put on your earmuffs. Yes, sex magic is a thing. It is absolutely a thing. Sith, you're gonna have to explain this to me after the podcast, okay? Yeah, I will. Okay. I will. Yeah, I didn't even but it's it is a it is a binding. You are binding yourself to whatever it is you're summoning. So, and depending on what you practice, like I said, and depending on what your beliefs are, please, 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 always protect yourself when you are working in these things. I am not condoning it, but I am not going to tell you what to do either because you know you guys are who you are. You're gonna do what you want to do, but just please. Go in with knowledge. Research is your friend. Okay. I would like to also say something as well. Not everybody is going to, if you do not believe in this sort of thing, that's completely fine. Some people practice it. Some people don't. I don't practice it, but I am fully aware of it. I learn about it all the time. Not saying that I follow it. I follow my own religion. So if you do not um, believe in it, okay, that's your prerogative. That's fine for you. Exactly. Please let's all be respectful, you know. Yep. Let's all uh, agree that everybody believes in different things, and that's completely fine. Being open minded, that's like that goes for. I can even I could talk about this all day. Yes, open minded. <laughs> all being open minded. Some people eat yeah. their food differently. Some people eat their food with their hands. Some people use fork and knives. Some people eat on the floor. Religion. Some people follow a different religion. Some mm-hmm. people have a different culture. Some people have a different one. It's open-mindedness. And if yeah. you do not believe in a certain thing that someone else follows, that is your prerogative. As long as they're not forcing their beliefs on you and as long as you're not trying to make them not believe in their beliefs, then we're good. We're close aesthetic. We're great. Exactly. That's the wonderful oh. thing about this world right now is, especially in the current climate, accept and love who you are, accept and love your friends, your family, and all that stuff. And uh, just keep moving. Just keep Honestly. moving. And be respectful. Be yeah. respectful. You can People respectfully disagree stuff. with somebody Honestly. and still remain friends. You know what I mean? Like, a lot of people at, need to work. Look at me and Sue. There's been times yes. when me and her bumped head a few times. A yeah. few times. 
not often because I, she's an absolute <laughs> ball of love and like hell um <laughs> she's Thank like you. a ball of love so we don't have arguments all the time or disagreements we never had an argument actually we just had like no. maybe a disagreement yeah or maybe we'll just talk things out but that's the thing communication communication yeah. is in any relationship whether it's friendship uh real uh uh, uh intimate anything even relationship yeah. with your kids that's yeah. why i said in the beginning communicate come to an understanding and being open-minded and that is my doctor phil for today <laughs> i love it i love it i love it we need more of that in our world right now <laughs> I totally agree with you on all of that. Okay, so she she does the ritual. Uh, she summons the pie wacket, and basically it's uh, it goes after her mama. Mm-hmm. Okay, now the pie wacket itself is very manipulative, and it's a shapeshifter, so it can take on any shape it wants, and it's going to manipulate you into doing what it is you they we're supposed to do. So, uh-huh. and that's what happens to Leah in this. Okay. She gets manipulated so far that she's the one who ends up unaliving her mother. Okay. And it and is a gruesome. Yeah. It is gruesome. It's brutal. Um, so yeah, I'm going to put that in there. That's a disclaimer. I'm not going to tell you how it happens because yeah, no. mm-hmm. watch at your own risk. Okay. But yeah. anyway, so this is what happens, but the the way the pie wacket looks is is basically like a, a, a shadow. Yeah, it starts off as a shadow, and then it kind of morphs into this hag, and almost resembles kind of like a skinwalker because that's what the pie wacket really kind of is. If you look at it, it can take on the, it's a familiar. Okay, it's considered to be a witch's familiar spirit. So she's summoning this up to do her dirty, nasty deeds and then ends up regretting it and doesn't want to do it. But she's manipulated by the pie wacket to kill her mother. And um, she doesn't know what's happened. She doesn't know that she actually killed her mother and not the pie wacket. Y'all, y'all should have yeah. heard me when we was watching this movie. <laughs> I was, excuse my language, I was talking so much shit about, oh, you now you regret it, don't you? Mm, yeah. Look at you. Yeah. yeah. So much, so much guiltiness in your face. I wonder why. Yeah, she absolutely <laughs> regretted that. Now, so now that we know what the pie wacket is, is basically a familiar spirit who is a shapeshifter and a manipulator and a trickster. Mm-hmm. Um, the pie wacket it was actually first spoken about by the Witchfinder General Matthew Hopkins in March of 1644 in the town of Manningtree, Essex, England. That's a lot to say. Manningtree, Essex, Maryland. <laughs> it's it's a lot. It's a lot. But uh, I love it. I don't, you know. For our overseas listeners, you guys have some really interesting names, and I love them. They're almost very, they're very poetic. Wait, that's what you said, right? Manningtree, Essex, Maryland, or? England. 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 Yeah. Maryland, Lord. Not Maryland, England. England. So. I've never heard of that Maryland. I live in Maryland right now. (laughs) No, it's not that Maryland. But, so Hopkins claimed, okay, that he spied on the witches as they held their meeting close by his house. Yeah. And heard them mention the name of a local woman. Now, she was arrested 
And in the horrible fashion of what became an inquisition, she was deprived of sleep for four nights. And if anybody knows anything about insomnia and not having sleep, by day two, you are starting to have hallucinations. It could be visual or audio, um, even sensory, like being touched or something. You start to hallucinate. Now, the hallucinations only get worse the longer you go without sleep because has anybody heard of the Russian sleep experiment? I think it was the Russian. I think it was Russian. Can you look that up real quick? Uh, the Russian, say it again. Uh, sleep experiment. I'm not sure if it was Russian. Um, but there was a there was a really bad sleep experiment with a, a military um, and torture, maybe. Yeah, and it was I, it was really bad. Some people uh, think the story it, goes that uh, Soviet yes. era scientists created a stimulant which they believed would enable soldiers to not require sleep up to 30 days. Yeah, that's called crack. <laughs> I hate it. I can't that's stand her. speed, okay? They decided to test their new gas on five prisoners, promising them their freedom upon completion of the experiment. They locked the five men uh, in a sealed chamber and began pumping in gas, and then it says more about it is the Russian sleep experiment. Yeah. Okay. Good. I just wanted to can make sure. Can we actually do an episode on this? Wow. Yeah, we can. We can do it in um uh PU. This so, is crazy. Oh it my is. God. It is, and I feel so bad for the people that were experimented on because it just it basically for you without it can kill you. It can yeah. kill you. You crack, your brain cracks, you become uh, clinically insane, and then your body basically, your brain just freaking dies. You're, you're dead. So <laughs> don't do it. Do not do it. <laughs> I already I already get cranky when I don't get enough sleep. I'd be ready to fight somebody if they say something wrong to me and I didn't get enough yeah. sleep. Like, excuse me, what you say? I said, excuse me, pop right in the face. Yeah, it's, uh, it's <laughs> not my good. My mom be like, honey, all she said was, excuse me. What she said? It Irritable. <laughs> Irritable, man. Irritable. Don't touch me. Don't look at me. Stay away. <laughs> so, okay. So she's deprived of sleep as a way of torture for four mm. nights. And then at the end of which she confessed. Anybody's going to confess to anything under the duress of torture. Okay. So thinking that they can, it, they can make it stop. So torture is not going to get you the answers you are looking for. Um, she confessed, called out the names of her familiars, and describing the forms in which they should appear. So we've got Holt, who came in like a white kittling. Jamara, who came in like a fat spaniel without any legs at all. So it was like <laughs> a little fuzzy potato. <laughs> then we have Vinegar Tom, who was like a long-legged greyhound with the head of an ox. And Sack and Sugar, like a black rabbit. News, like a polecat. And then Elamanazer, Elamanazer, the piewacket, peck in the crown, grizzle greedy gut, and is described as an imp. That's a lot. Those are a lot of familiar. That's a lot. That's really a lot. It is. Um, so wasn't he accused of uh, uh, unaliving almost three hundred women? Yeah. Whew. Yeah. Why don't you give us a little background on uh, the evil Mister Hopkins? I'll bet. Okay, so Matthew Hopkins. Hello. 
He born he was born and died in the United Kingdom. He was notorious a witch hunter who specifically seemed to thrive during the Civil War. Um, he was a uh, from the description that I have. He was a white male, sort of a slinky figure, um, long beard with longer hair to accompany, and always had a top hat on. Always, you can all if you saw a top hat, nine times out of ten it was him. Um, Hopkins and most and part of his associated seemed to be the main root cause of three hundred women's death, um, as he accused them of being witches as well. And back then, when one was accused of witchcraft, woof witchcraft i can talk witchcraft they would got the stuff um if one even had a deformity you know if you just like a, a birth defect or who knows you know it is what it is you're unique as a person it doesn't matter um and please don't feel differently about yourself if you do have a deformity um but they back then if you had one then she was immediately looked at and persecuted by hopkins as he was led to believe that she was a witch of some sort. Um, yeah. Later on in life, he did suffer from the fate of tuberculosis. I'm surprised I said that. As he should. I'm surprised I said that word. I'm not. <laughs> Bro, you got myself. this. I just thought of something. Um, you underestimate yourself. He the fate of tuberculosis and died in 1647. Um, many believed back then that he was attacked by witches and paid for his crimes. But that was, some people say that was far from the case. Um, to this day, Hopkins remains, lies in a grave that is unmarked. So. It deserved. Is, it, it deserved. Much deserved. deserved. Speaking deserved. of tuberculosis, here's a little. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you ready for this? I'm, sorry. I'm ready. I'm, I'm ready. sorry I'm switching this up. I'm so sorry. Um, so many of you know my sweet little five pound baby, uh, Toto, passed away in March the 3rd of this year. Um, but here, the reason why I brought up tuberculosis is because when he got, you know how when you take your dog to get groomed, they look completely different mm-hmm. from how they look before you took them. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> oh Lord, <laughs> he he looked so different when he got groomed that some of the friends that I told you, like Jesse and for everybody, yeah, uh, they would call him tuberculosis. <laughs> they like, that's not that's not Toto, that's tuberculosis, that's turbo tax. <laughs> No, that's TurboTax right there. No, that's Tabasco sauce. Hold on, wait a minute. This is Toto. No, it ain't. Y'all left my baby at the groomers, and this is a different dog. That is TurboTax. (laughs) That's awesome. And then here comes Jesse. No, that's tax invasion. Okay. Tax invasion. (laughs) You know what I was picturing, though? That he came out looking like one of those, you know, plague-ridden Victorian children. (laughs) like a little bear cut on him and you know they cut oh. him down especially during the summer and whatnot and i'll yeah. show pictures because you know i'm gonna show pictures of my baby you're that gonna have to immediate you're gonna have to post those on the discord so i can see uh immediately and turbo I'll tax see, evasion i'll show them and they'll be like who that dog right there <laughs> i'm like what you mean this is y'all this is y'all nephew this is toto no it ain't that's turbo tax <laughs> That's tuberculosis. That's that's turpentine. I'm like, okay. Turpentine. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Any tea name they can think of, they, they'll throw it out there. That is hilarious. <laughs> oh, my so goodness. I just thought of that. Every time when I hear TurboTax or tuberculosis, I'm like, they really did my baby wrong. <laughs> they really did. They really did. That poor I'm Victorian child. 
He didn't deserve that. I have to show you the pictures. I have to show you later. You are. You're going to have to show me. And speaking of that, okay, and witch's marks, okay, of course, they took any deformity as a witch's mark, right? Mm -hmm. But I hear me out. I feel like this was a war on women. Okay. Riddle it, riddle me, riddle me, Batman. Go ahead. See, I'm going to say that I feel like it was a war on women because women were the caregivers. Okay. But back then, you had to sit down and shut up. And if you knew more than a man did, you're a witch. If you could perform and save lives and in medicine and herbology, you're a witch. If you had a deformity, you're a witch. If you were too pretty, you're a witch. Pardon. If you were too ugly, you were a witch. If you had too many freckles, you were a witch. And get this, if you could swim, if you could float, you were a witch. Now you're making things up. You got to. I'm not. I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. If you had a freckle in a weird place, like on the bottom of your foot or on the palm of your hand or your fingers, on what your did ear. They check your entire body? They literally strip women and children, female children, okay, down to... Their birthday suits, okay? Oh, that's a big negative for me. And they would check their entire body. They would even shave their heads. And they didn't have, you know, turn on your little buzzer and, you know, shave your head. They were using shears that they would use to shear sheep. So they're cutting away parts of your your scalp at the same time. Yeah. And the, the torture... The the different types of torture, we all know about the Spanish Inquisition that kind of just lit up like wildfire right. all over, okay? And, of course, it, it ended up touching here in the United States with, you know, the massacre that happened in Massachusetts. And right. some men were accused of being witches, too. And we know how that went down, right? That went crazy, yeah. <laughs> um, so... The, the manner in which they would torture, these things are gruesome. I'm going to go into a little bit of detail, so I'm going to let you know right now, uh, earmuffs, if you you can't do if the gruesome. You do not, if you can handle it, we're not judging you. It's completely no. fine. Yeah, you can back out now. That's cool. Like, um, I'm not judging you. I don't like clowns. So, like, no. if you don't judge me, I'm not going to judge you. Here's one of the, the ones that I thought was, like, the absolute worst is they would bind your hands behind your back and you're naked as the day you were born and they lift you by your your wrists okay off the floor and would use your own body weight to basically break and dislocate your elbows your wrists your shoulders they would tear literally tear your shoulders apart hanging you like that um there was also one it was called uh, it was a pyramid okay uh i can't remember the name of it It was something horse um but they would put you on that naked and tie um like straddle you over it and tie weights to your your ankles and let your own body weight like literally split you in half um yeah that was torture that was the torture methods that they would use on people to get them to confess. That's a big old negative for me. Yeah, I could talk about the torture methods all day long and go oh into gruesome God. detail about the things that they used to torture people. Not just people who were accused of witchcraft, but political, 
prisoners and like royal family. Hell, there was even means of torture for the mentally. Um, we back then it was mentally ill. Now it's just you know neurodivergent spiciness. Um, but it was gruesome back then. You know, even like, have you heard of the madness of King George? Uh, I've heard of it. I haven't really dived into it. There's a whole movie about it. And he, he went a little, yeah, he went a little hoo hoo. And they, the way that they tried to cure him, the, the methods that they used, excuse me, was inhumane, inhumane. I mean, our, our mental health, (laughs) our mental health departments have come a long way. A long, long way. Do they still have growing to do? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But considering what was taking place Not back, back then, then to now, I mean, they did make some pretty cool stuff for women. Uh, not going to go into that because um, that's graphic as well. But <laughs> anyway, so which is which is familiar is the pie wacket. And it all stems from this uh, this Mr. Hopkins here and he claimed that he and nine other witnesses saw the first five of those familiars that I named earlier Holt, Jamara, Vinegar Tom, Sack and Sugar News and the Pie Wacket and they said they appeared in forms described by the witch I'm using air quotes you can't see me but I'm using them and um, only the first of these was in the form of a cat the next two were dogs, and the others were a black rabbit and a pole cat. So Piwacket was presumably not a cat's name. It was the name of kind of like a blanket statement for familiar spirits used by witches. So as for the other familiars, Hopkins says only that they were such that no mortal could invent. So if you got an imagination back in the day, you better hide it. Hide your imagination because apparently you can't, you know, come up with hybrids at all. Sphinx. Yeah, you're just screwed. Don't do it. So, uh, yeah, and he put this all down in a book or a pamphlet called The Discovery of Witches in 1647. So there's that. I would say that the pie wacket is dangerous. I wouldn't say that it actually works as a familiar. Imps do not work with people. They work for themselves. Especially if you know anything about the fey folk. The the good people. The people under the, the hill. Imps are a part of that. They're a part of the Fae folk. And as we all know, the Fae are tricksters. The Fae work for themselves and they are going to get what they want. And that's exactly what this pie wacket does in this movie. He manipulates this poor girl, gets her to unalive her mother in the worst way possible, and then gets her arrested. And what real, there's some, there are some holes in this movie that we didn't get a lot of answers to. She has a group of best friends that she hangs out with 
And one of them comes to her house to stay the night because well, she thinks the, the occult is cool. Like they said, they all practice together. She wanted to see the pie wagon for herself. She wanted to capture it on video, yada, yada. And something happens to her and she freaks out. It breaks her. She has to be taken home. And then you never see her for the rest of the movie. So you don't you get to never find out what, what happened either. Right. Like you never find out what happens to her, what she saw. I mean, she doesn't even come back to school. She's not answering text messages, phone calls, not coming to school. So she just kind of blips out of existence in the middle of this movie and you don't get answers on that. So prepare I, yourself. I think she saw the pie wacket, like his actual, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. It wasn't like pretty. That scared her so much because you know she was like really eager to see if this was actually true or not. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like she was really interested, really eager to find out. Yeah, and I feel like she found out. <laughs> she uh, she effed around and found out. She effed around and found out. Yeah, she effed <laughs> like, around I don't and found find out. out no more. Exactly, <laughs> and she she just blips off of the map, so you don't get any answers on that little side quest there in that movie, that little side story. You don't get any answers on that one, so you might as well hang it up. Another one that really kind of tripped me out, and I guess this is just the way Canada works. Canadia? It, I know how to pronounce it correctly, I'm just saying. Um, <laughs> I don't know about what goes on with your all's like police force or anything up there, but down here, if you get, if you call the police and then you hang up, and they can't get a hold of you. They send cops out there, regardless. The that's popo's they, coming. That's how they do it here. Now, now, without giving my exact location, the area I know the most is Baltimore. Mm -hmm. okay? okay. Okay. Um, and you know sometimes the police can be a tad bit slow, a tad bit. But I do know if you call them and then hang up, somebody's coming. So somebody's yeah. coming, but for some reason in this movie, <laughs> in this movie they didn't show up. Miss Man was like, "Uh, man, honey, are you still here, Leah? Leah? Okay, well, I'm going on my lunch break, y'all. Bye." Yeah, exactly. Like what? Because I don't know what goes up there with y'all's police force, y'all. I don't know what's going on with them, but they don't show up. She calls them. She's crying. She's standing in the middle of the woods. She's she's staring at what she presumes to be her mother's dead body. Okay, and she is telling this person on call, this operator, and telling her, hey, my mom's dead, and I don't know what happened, and I don't know where I am. Like, she couldn't give the, the specific location in the woods that she was at. So she's just like, I don't know what to do. I can hear somebody calling me. I, I'm not going out there because it's, it can't be my mom because I'm looking at my mom's dead body right now. I don't know what's going on. And then click, she hangs up. That's it. Done. All right. And in the recording, because y'all do, uh, seems like y'all do record your your 911 calls or 000 calls or whatever your emergency line is. So you record those. And when she's arrested, they play that back to her and they can hear clearly in the background the pie wacket calling out to Leah. To Leah. And they're like, who's that? Who's calling for you? If your mom was dead, we didn't find her body, by the way. But if your mom was dead, then why is she calling to you on the phone? Like, what happened next? If they had shown up, if they had shown up, I feel like none of that would have happened. 100%. There could have been a totally different ending to that. Like, 100%. she... 
yeah, like mom would still be alive. Uh, Leah would be getting the help that she she deserves. I was about to say she probably would be needing some therapy or something like that. But you right. know what I mean. And that's another thing about this movie. It 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 doesn't just deal with you know a child and parental um, relationship and how they become disjointed. It also deals with how people grieve di- differently. Mm. Okay, because like we mentioned, it's right after her father passes away. So her mother chose alcohol. She's grieving through, you know, alcoholism. And being much. by herself. Yes, she she has pretty much separated herself from her child. Um, there are some really horrible things that she says to her kid. If those we're, things... We're not going to say it. Yeah. Y'all, when y'all watch the movie... I was pissed off when I heard her say yeah. some of this stuff. Like, you're going to get mad, all right? Yeah, but she's saying them out of a hurt place. She's saying them out of her grief to her child. And so, I mean, you're going to look at it from two different views. You're going to look at it from the mother's point of view and from the daughter's point of view. And, I mean, hell, they they messed with each other both. Like, the daughter wasn't communicating with the yeah, mother. No, the mother wasn't, wasn't communicating. And so the mother is saying some really awful things to her while she's grieving and, and, you know, pretty much drunk all the time. And her daughter, instead of, you know, trying to talk to her mom, she's relying more on her friend group and she wishes death on her mom. Okay, so there's two really big extremes there. At least the mother didn't try to, you know, the mother never laid hands on her. Um, Which I'm happy I didn't see because, whew. Yeah, but the mental abuse is there. It's, yeah. Okay, so the, the verbal and mental abuse is there with the daughter. And so, of course, you know, a daughter grieving, she's angry, she's not understanding what's going on. And in her anger, she makes a very bad decision on something that she really didn't know much about and ended up unaliving her mother at the end. Um, so it also deals with... Um, mental and verbal abuse it deals with psychological ways on how people different people grieve differently um so and it's it's going to get raw in some scenarios in that movie so if that's something that you cannot handle i don't recommend watching the movie just for that reason on its own um but she ends up reconciling with her mother after she performs this ritual in the woods Mm -hmm. and she ends up regretting it and feeling really guilty because her mom ends up kind of like snapping out of her grief and it's just like oh my god i can't believe i'm communicating yeah she starts communicating she apologizes profusely to her daughter and for what she put her through she you literally see like 99.9% in real life doesn't happen, but you literally see her make the changes, the necessary changes to repair what she broke with her daughter. And her daughter is being receptive to that forgiveness. Okay. She is, she's being receptive to the way that her mother is choosing to fix their relationship and because of that she feels guilty she regrets what she has done and she ends up trying to find ways including calling the author of the book that she used where she got the ritual from by the way um to try and reverse what happened to reverse the ritual itself 
but she never completes it because she didn't have the mental fortitude. I'm going to say it that way. Okay. She didn't have the mental fortitude or maturity to stick it out. And that's not a dig on teenagers or anything like that. Okay. Please don't. I'm just talking about this fictional character. Okay. So she didn't have the mental fortitude. And in the middle of trying to reverse what she has done, she's just like, you know what? I'm out. Screw it. Screw it. Come get me. I'm leaving. I'm leaving my mother to the fate that I have brought upon her. She got it. She deal with it on her own. Yeah, exactly. That's what she chooses to to deal with. Why are you just dropping, leaving her there? Right. That's another thing that really kind of ticked me off about it because you have these moments in the movie, especially it's, it's towards the middle and end where she's reconciling with her mother and they're fixing things and the mother is really and truly making her her changes, not just to herself, but to the way that she looks at the outside world, uh, dealing with her grief and how to move on properly. So she's taking the steps to do that and helping her daughter. And then her daughter's just like, yeah, you know, I see that and I love that for you, but you're still going to die horribly. So, yeah. Sorry, yeah. not sorry, sorry, not bye. sorry. Bye. And even though she is sorry and she doesn't want it to happen, she doesn't prevent it. She doesn't try. She doesn't at all. She's got the way to fix it and she refuses to fix it. Yeah. She just dipped out. And that's not the first time she dips out in the movie on her mother either. It's no, literally she, over it like, and over again. It was again. like a pattern. It was yeah. a pattern. And I'm going to tell y'all. As I'm saying, we're speaking about fictional characters in a movie, okay? But just from my own experiences, okay, because I know mental issues, mental health issues, you know, are a very, very touchy subject. But on my own experiences, being receptive and reciprocating and trying, you have to change your own behavior and accept responsibility for your own behavior as well. Mm -hmm. or it's not going to be fixed and you're going to continuously live in this rerun of tragedy and heartbreak and you're going to relive all of the things that you're trying to forget because you're not willing to make the changes that you need to make in yourself it's called personal growth and character development y'all we're meant to grow and change we are meant to do that also, can I, can I, can I, can I, can I take the floor real quick? I got something to say. Let me grab this mic and get really up in here. <laughs> um, in the movie, like Sue said, there's been several times when Miss Ma'am, Miss Lady Ma'am goes into the woods. And then there was that time when she called the police and didn't know where she was going. Right. If y'all going to, y'all not going to catch me in the woods by myself. <laughs> if I'm there with somebody, okay, cool. That's one thing. But by myself? You ain't touching the butt, huh? Yeah, no, I'm not touching that. Um, no butt but touching. If y'all do go to the woods, can you like, me- like, be able to get yourself back? Don't just like, oh, let me just go do a little stroll into the woods and then get yourself lost. Can you? Can yeah. you be smart? <laughs> there are tools for that. Take a map. Take a, a compass. compass. Take, I don't know, make sure you have some like kind of reception or something. Please don't go into the woods. There is literally none. Exactly. You can get all this stuff on Amazon if you don't feel like leaving the house or going somewhere to try and find dick sporting goods, y'all. If y'all just don't feel like going there, you can order this stuff off of Amazon. Like, I get it. Some people like to go hiking in the woods with their dog. I do. I love it. 
I've never been hiking. I want to go hiking with y'all. Um, yes. But like, I like you know, you want to go hiking with your friends or your family, or you just want to be by yourself and feel the air and the breeze and be one with nature. Go ahead, do your thing, baby. Be safe and be responsible. Because please do not go ahead and just think you're going to call the police and be like, hey, I don't know where I am. And <laughs> think they're going to come yeah. get you. Because clearly in the movie, they're not. There, okay, there's a lack this of... This man went for her lunch break. I don't know if anybody knows this. I know a lot of people watch crime dramas, right? And we yes. we watch the documentaries, like, you know, Who the Bleep Did I Marry? Buried in the Backyard. These are a right. few of my favorite things, okay? Um, but if you pay attention to those, they will tell you, one, the only way that they're going to be able to find where you were at or located at the time that you made the phone call is on the locations of the cell towers that it pings from. Yes. And that's a 5, 10, 15 mile radius. Mm -hmm. Okay. Some of them can ping it to almost within three to five miles of where you were at when you made that phone call or where your, your cell phone pinged even when you're not on the phone. If it's turned on, it'll ping at a tower that it that it's near. Okay. You turn Keep off your cell phone. Keep a flare gun. Stop yeah. Me something but if your phone is off it doesn't matter if you if you're going past towers they're not going to be able to find you because it didn't ping right. okay that's the way technology works all right so there's these nifty little things that you can buy on amazon they are um basically like walkie talkies that go through radio mm. communications radio communications are completely different and a completely different frequency than cell towers okay you can use cb radios for instance what our wonderful truck drivers use. Shout out to our truck drivers. Um, yes, be safe out there, truck drivers. Y'all deserve real. all the love. You really do. Y'all kept us running. That's all I'm going to say. Y'all kept us running. Every time I, every time my family drove by um, past a, a truck driver, we'll go ahead and do like the little signal to um, to his horn. And he honk, honk. We're like, yeah, y'all, he's a good guy. He's cool. He's nice. I want to buy him lunch. He's nice. Right? Exactly. <laughs> so, I mean, you can buy these handhelds. Um, and some of them, and they do get a little expensive depending on the technology that you're using with these. You can get the mm -hmm. re regular walkie-talkies that'll go from one house to another. There are walkie-talkies, which we have at our house. We use them on road trips a lot um, because you're going to go to areas that will have no cell communication. It'll be down. I totally recommend these. Some of them you can get to go up to a 15-mile radius. And you can get satellites. You can get ones that connect to the satellites, Okay. So get them. It is a great investment. Use them. This way you can communicate with people when you do not have a cell phone available. Okay. So it, yeah, these are investments that you need to use. It will save your life. Okay. So that's a whole different tangent we went on. Oh, Lord, Jesus. But, you know, you know, just if you're going to do it, be smart about it. Okay. Please don't be like her and just go in there and be like, huh, I don't know how to get back. I don't know what I'm doing because I ran out into the woods in an emotional state. Let's just go this one. Let's just try this way. Let's just see where we go. Yeah. 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 No, I've seen enough scary movies to where you're not going to catch me out in, a heart, out in the woods by myself. Right? Crime not. docs, dude. Crime docs. How many people were in the middle of the woods doing hikes or camping and just blipped off the, the radar? You know, I want to know something. Did they get rid of the girl? the lady that answered the phone and then just completely didn't have any police officers sent to the location. Did he fire yeah. her? I feel like that should have been a fireable offense. But that again, I don't know how it works in Canada. That should have been a fireable. Like I've had experience with that. Like I can tell you after the podcast, like 
that that should have been a fireable expense. Uh, it's yeah. Yeah. That, no, I agree with you. Gone. I agree with you. Like there is so much wrong. <laughs> there's so much wrong so many things that could be it's either and and there's so many things okay and i don't want to get political in any of this because we're not a political right. podcast no. i'm just gonna say that there is a lot of work that can be done on both sides that's all i'm going to say mm -hmm. um on that and i'm not talking about people i'm talking about an entity like a government entity you know what i'm saying that's as far as I'm going to go. Wink, wink, nudge, 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 you know? Okay. Anyway, <laughs> especially when it comes to, you know, protection orders, a piece of paper isn't going to save somebody's life. Okay. Okay. Mm. Are you hearing me? Are you wink, understanding wink, what I'm nudge, saying? Nudge. I'm just wiggle, saying. Wiggle. Yeah. I'm not going to go there though. I'm not going to go there. We're in a, we're in a cryptid podcast. We're not talking about real life. We're going to talk about it after, though. I know that. <laughs> That's true. We're talk about it after. That is true. So on that note, I want to thank everybody for being here and for listening to us. <laughs> because I can't go any further because I'll just get angry. And I don't want to be angry for the rest oh, of my God, day. I look for a dad joke. I'm going to throw you a dad joke. Yeah, we're going to give you a little dad joke. And then we're going to end our wonderful podcast. Hold on. Let me see. Let me make sure that it's like a, not a, a bad one that's you know because there's kids that also listen that's right give us a give us a clean dad joke girl i'm trying i'm trying <laughs> okay i got it down I, I went down a rabbit hole and i got to the the spicy ones and i'm like oh. uh -oh. <laughs> we're not um, a, we're not a rated r podcast tell me <laughs> we're not an nc17 <laughs> um let me see let me see let me see uh what did the baby corn say to the mama corn what? Where's, pop, where's popcorn? <laughs> and now I want some popcorn. That is adorable. Okay, that Speaking one was popcorn, cute. If y'all never had kettle corn popcorn, if y'all oh, never yeah, had we have kettle that. corn popcorn, if y'all never had kettle corn popcorn. My favorite's cheddar. The cheddar popcorn. I can't get with cheddar. Like, I, I, I like usually, it. for most of my life, most of my 28, almost 29 years of living, okay, I've had nothing but butter popcorn. I did not like caramel popcorn because I don't, I don't, I can't do caramel like that. And I never, I like, or white cheddar, uh, white cheddar popcorn. I love mm -hmm. white cheddar popcorn. Oh, but, that's great. So it was always only white cheddar popcorn or butter popcorn. I don't even like chocolate popcorn like that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But I tried kettle corn popcorn one time. It's good. Have you, it okay. Just, it had that, had that hint of sweetness with a little saltiness and that's it right there. I'm going to, I'm going to put you on something. Okay. Oh, here she oh, goes. There goes my freaking mic. Sorry. 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 I talk with my hands. Um, Take a ranch packet, the little like 99 cent ranch packet, 50 cent ranch packet. Don't tell me you open that, put down on it. Mix it with butter, melted butter. Put it in the in there with the, the popcorn and mix it up. Pew. Mind I'm gonna be back, back y'all. I'm going to go to the store real quick. <laughs> Another thing that's really good is if, and this is for, this is kind of a niche thing for, for some people, because I know there's people out there that don't love garlic. Like I love garlic. I love me garlic. Girl. Oh, I love me some garlic. Don't take do some, that. Take some garlic powder and a little bit of garlic <gasps> salt, mix it together in the melted butter and then put it on your popcorn. Whoo. I'm telling you, it's so good. Whoo. So good. <laughs> I'm giving you ideas for all Look, sorts of snacks. No, now I gotta give you an idea. Okay. So, like, you have an air fryer, right? Oh yeah. Or a toast. Okay. So, you, you, what kind of bread do you like the most? Like, I love rye um, bread. I like sourdough. I'm kind of like a basic okay. bitch on that. I like sourdough. 
Okay, so and potato like beret. Might, I feel like that might work with what I'm about to tell you. Okay, because I never tried it with sourdough. I tried it with rye, and it was amazing. So rye's uh, we had good. some. Um, we had I like I put uh, it was like garlic butter mm-hmm. that we had. So I put that onto the bread, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know if you like mushrooms like I do. I love mushrooms. mushrooms. So I love after them. I cleaned off, clean off your vegetables, y'all. Yes. <laughs> so after I cleaned it, I cut it up and I put it on there, right? Mm-hmm. We had some uh, cheese sticks, right? Okay. I cut them up and I put it on there as well. Okay. Oh my god, you, I'm, you, I'm you, getting you, you yeah. What I'm throwing? I am. Hold on, it gets better. Tell okay, me. I don't know if you never. I don't know if you ever had. And this is probably a kind of like a niche thing because maybe not everybody likes artichoke hearts. Oh, I love them. Hearts. Oh, okay. so good. Okay. I tried it once and I'm absolutely in love with it. They're so yummy. There's, don't put a whole bunch of the juice on there. Yeah. Just put a little bit so you can get a little taste. Yeah. Put that into the air fryer for however long you want your stuff to be toasted. You're going to get nothing but cheesy, garlicky, mushroomy. It's just like a burst That sounds of amazing. You know, you know that movie Ratatouille when the when the rat go ahead and, and take a bite of food and it's just like nothing but fireworks. Works, yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, my brother looked at me like I was weird. I'm like, this is the best thing. That sounds amazing. It sound, it's so good. It sounds good. I'm going to have to try that. I'm gonna yes. have, We're on an Asian food kick right now. Okay. <laughs> um. We went to the Asian market that's right down the street from us, and we adore it there. The woman and her family that runs that market, are they're amazing, amazing people. Every time we go, they have something new for us to, to take home. Um, but we got these um, goizas, and they're the Korean-style goizas, um, and she has, like, five different kinds in these huge, like, one-pound bags. Okay, and you can put them in the air fryer or you can fry them in a pan, you know, either one or you can make a soup out of them, which is also amazing. So that bag, we got a one pound bag and they're gone. It didn't last the day. We brought it home. They were gone. (laughs) So, I mean, but you can get them in the frozen food section at Walmart too. still watering from the kimchi. Like the kim. Oh, don't get me started. I got another huge thing of kimchi yesterday. Huge, huge jar of kimchi. It's not going to last the month. I know it, but <laughs> and we got we got some more spicy ramen. So yeah, like, we when we first had a, a opened up that jar, I told you like it went all over the place because it was like so packed. Mm-hmm. And I put it on some right, girl, girl, done, done. It's over. I looked at I looked at um, Raven, my brother. Right, and you learned that song uh, um, from R. Kelly when he was like. He looked at me, and, and I, I looked, looked at, at her. <laughs> I, looked, yeah. I looked at Raven. He looked at me. Okay, we did that whole thing. And we was like, oh, my God. Right? <laughs> if you love some vinegary, spicy, crunchy, yummy goodness that is good for you, by the way, it is good for your gut health, okay? It also helps you lose weight. It's amazing. Get you some kimchi. You can also order it on Amazon, but I recommend the best way to do it is find your local Asian market and go grab you up some kimchi from there. And they've got several different kinds, cabbage, cucumber, radish. It's all really good stuff and it's good for your body. So treat your body well and it will treat you well. How is this making me hungry? And I just got done. <laughs> we just went on a whole tirade about food. We're definitely going to have to do a podcast about cursed foods for sure. But anyway, thanks everybody for being here. Don't forget to grab the salt, check under your bed, grab your favorite whoopee, turn on your nightlight because you don't want those woolly buggers to get you. And thank you so much for being here. And we will see thank you next you. week.
Love you. Bye. Cue the music.